like this cow. It's kind of one of those things, it's like the duck. You know, you see a duck in the water, right? The duck looks like it's cool, but the duck's freaking working hard under the water. Wow, I'm working hard, working hard. That's how our place is. We look cool, but we're working hard. Yes, we're, we've been practicing for a year now, man. So what, what, you guys all on Outpatient Workout? I am in Inclusion Acute as a- Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, But Jared, I'm good. Look at that, yeah. You got my little Mac name tag on here. Is that from work? Do you wear that at work? Yeah, dude. That's so I can remember his name. Yeah, people got to know. I'm not just some random person. I'm a licensed professional. Wow. Right. <laughs> Take that. What's up? What, so, so what? Uh, we should be recording. Where are we, we recording, are recording this? Oh, excellent! Slick Outstanding. <laughs> What's uh? Give the people the update on you, Joe. With the, right. passing the uh, boards. What yeah. a great feeling that must be. It's it's a good feeling. You know, I, I um honestly I wasn't a huge fan of studying. I don't think anybody is, but. Um, it was just kind of that weight lifted off my shoulders when I found out that I passed and I don't ever have to look at that book again. Um, tempted to burn it, but I figured I could get a couple bucks for it. So I'll keep nice. it. Burn it, bro. Burn this. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you work out the day that you took the test? You know what? I did not work out the day I took the test. I, um, I took the test at eight 30 in the morning and then I drove right to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where my fiance was taking the test. Um, so I drove, I took the test at eight 30, finished at 10:50. It took me like two hours and 15 minutes. I was, uh, flying through. I'm a fast test taker. And then, uh, I sped to Lancaster and, and got to her house before she finished. So yeah. Dang. Wow. Heck yeah. <laughs> what an intense day. Yeah. But, uh, okay. I was trying to set the speed record. I don't know what the record is, but if anybody finds out, let me know. For taking the NPT. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a that's probably a Kyle Rice question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, taking the MPT or passing the MPT? Right? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a different. Those they have are, to yeah. pass. Yeah, yeah. Well, pass I would like to know the passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then it's like Mario, where it's like a perfect run through, perfect score. <laughs> yeah. And then lowest time with yeah. a perfect score. <laughs> I bet Kyle Rice is up there. Um, I know I probably went the longest because I took all the time. Yeah. And down to the last question. Ran I ran out of time. So Oh, we never <laughs> let him so, I'm sorry, we never so so what are you what are you go, what are you doing now though? What's the or yeah. what's the game plan? So uh a game plan. So I was working part time down in Philadelphia at an outpatient ortho clinic while I was studying for the boards. So two days a week I would commute about an hour and a half and work ten hour days. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty brutal, but, uh, once I passed, I started full time actually a couple weeks ago at that same job, moved down to Philadelphia and, uh, I'm working a nine to five, uh, yeah. well, five days a week Yes, and getting used to it. Yes. yes. How's it feel? So, it feels, you know, I'm tired, man, yes. I'm tired. <laughs> but, uh, but it's good. It's good. Um, I like my coworkers. It's a cool place. Um, the patient volume's not crazy high. I average about two an hour, maybe sometimes less. And, yeah. um, you know, it's a good mix. Uh, I get some, some older patients, some younger patients, a lot of back pain, but uh, it's all over the map. So, yeah, yeah I'm enjoying it. 
you doing that ultrasound? You breaking that ultrasound out a lot on this? Yeah, so you know, one of the reasons I picked this clinic was because they don't use ultrasound. Um, no, I haven't seen the stim used once in the four months that I've been there. We have the machine, um, occasional ice and heat, but they're pretty low key on modalities, which I appreciate. So yeah, yeah. Nice. So were you like us with you were working on a temp license? A temp yeah. License? So I, I considered working in New Jersey. So I'm from New Jersey. I'm from Westfield, New Jersey, if anybody knows where that is. Probably not. Shout out. Um, what'd you say? Shout out. Shout out to Westfield. Shout out to Westfield, New Jersey. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to work in New Jersey originally, but they don't have a temporary license. So I figured PA was the next closest state. Um, it's kind of where I wanted to end up because I went to school in Philly. So I went to Drexel University. And uh, it seemed like a good fit for a lot of reasons. So... Yeah, the temp license worked out well for me. Dude, congrats on that. That's that's so huge, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We were both in your shoes with uh, working with a temp license, and yeah. then if you don't if you don't pass on a temp license. That's this is gone. Yeah, a lot of pressure, but good pressure. Pressure's good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so when you guys were when you guys were studying for your boards, were you working full time or just part time? I was working full time the last month before i took the boards yeah so that was fun but it was like only halfway full-time they let me kind of study on the job a little bit so it worked out all right yeah i was working full-time and my boss said that the mpt was easy and he drank a six-pack before the night before and looked <laughs> to open the book just once i was like that is not me and <laughs> god no, I was uh, I was at a cash practice, and I was just seeing low volume folks. So, as needed basis, not not like these crazy people. Yeah. Now, are you still at a cash based practice? No, not anymore. I went to uh, insurance base. Gotcha. And we can we can talk. Yeah, we can get into that too if you want to hear more about those yeah. those stories. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Congrats, man. Thanks. That's such a it's such a cool feeling. Yeah, it's weird. You know, like I worked toward that for so long. That was since sophomore year of college, I wanted to be a physical therapist. So what is that? Like five, five and a half years. That was my goal. And then all in one day, it just happened. And then now I got, I don't know what to chase next, but I'm a pretty goal oriented person. Mm -hmm. So it's weird not to have that thing that I'm chasing after. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. You know, I don't That's know, big. experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's cause that was once I passed and it was like after the first couple months, cause the first couple months, it's still kind of surreal. Like oh, I'm getting paid to do this and people actually let me treat someone without a CI. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, now I kind of got a little bit of a groove. So what's next? Like I'm, I'm the same way. Like I don't like being comfortable. Yeah. So it's like, what do we do from here? There's gotta be another thing. So trying to find out what that is. And I went McKenzie for a while and I still got a couple courses with them to kind of learn their stuff. And then recently started looking into real estate. So that's right. something else that I there have no go. idea what it is. So big learning curve there. There you go. Yeah. Jared and Tyler, what about you guys? What did you, what did you decide you wanted to chase after the test was over? Ooh, yeah. What's next for you? Yeah, Tyler's got a couple of albums about to drop. <laughs> <laughs> he's just been, man, he's been blowing it up in the streets, right? Yes. Yes. What's your, what's your album coming out? What's what's the first day you album? Sips and Manips. Sips and Manips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah, that's also the brewery slash PT clinic that you're building yes. as a startup. 
So if you want to, you want to get into some venture capital stuff, Joe. Yeah, so, I'm in. Uh, you ready to invest? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. A liability, liability aside, that sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, hey, get you a little beer, yeah. a little, little cacao. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, feeling good, baby. A little high velocity. A little high, <laughs> high velocity, low amplitude. Uh, now just go over there to the smoking lounge. Yes. <laughs> That's your treatment philosophy. That's what you get a little The most passive stuff. The most. I'll, I'll give him whiskey, I, it, give him a little CBD. Give him a little CBD, give him a little ice pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give him a little cigarette. It's that. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All for plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, seriously though, you um, got a lot going on. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything like really great or conclusive <laughs> to really talk about. It'd all just be a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Yeah, you're doing the MTC now. Yeah. That in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 biggest goal is. Um, I guess if I were to blow a bunch of smoke and mirrors and there's a lot of people that would disagree with me with this. Um, I, um, I want to one day and I feel like it is coming that I want to one day charge some people, some decent money for treatment, but I don't want to do that unless I'm really like, I'm pretty confident. If you see me treat, I feel like I'm very confident, but I want to be, so confident where I'm like, you think that, well, watch this. Watch watch what we do in this next hour. You you know, so. um, Love that. uh, You're presenting magic. (laughs) You're just like, hold my beer. You're at sips and nips and just hold my beer. I got this. Like, oh, you can't feel your hands. (laughs) Shit. Shit. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of, I've always wanted to have like that magic touch or whatever. So uh, I want to, I want to get a lot of reps in. I want to get, that's why one reason I'm here. Uh, I, I, well, I'm here for multiple reasons. I enjoy it here. I get to work with Jared every day. Um, so right now I'm just trying to um, get really, really freaking good and be under the umbrella and under the protection of someone else before I go into the big bad world. Ooh, yeah. Which I don't know when that will be. I'm not saying that's coming up anytime soon, but right now I'm just kind of focused on uh, just s- getting some good groundwork. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think that's fair to say for me too, just being in a, to start off at a cash, at a cash place, a Pilates and uh and therapy place. And it was cool being in that vibe. I, I love the, the, the fact that it's straight direct to consumer marketing it's um there's no insurance there's just people come in for the most part direct access and and you're the guy you know the the scary part was that was that uh you know you are the guy and it depends totally on you whether you eat um but it it was it was really nice got a good experience but I definitely wasn't seeing the clientele that I wanted and didn't really have that many opportunities for clinical growth um so I opted to come to a standard insurance based uh, clinic and get a comfortable salary that was dependable with some opportunities for clinical growth and just the reps, right? That's the, that's the yeah. cool thing now, right? That, that you can talk to more about Joe is just being able to get your hands on so many different people. You're in, it sounds like you're in a great place. So you have a variety of, of ages and conditions. And I think I've heard so, so much from, from people like Steph 
and uh and a lot of other mentors um of just how valuable it is to get your hands on a lot of different people yeah. and reps this early on so um but yeah just trying to build up the name and uh build up my name in the area and then progress to more entrepreneurial independent stuff in the future i don't know what that is exactly but it's the rep phase right now for me too yeah i like that yeah i'm in the same spot i mean it's a lot of reps and one of the things that I'm huge on in physical therapy is um, not even so much the manual skills. Uh, I love communication. And one of the big things to me is it's even, it goes as deep as the non nonverbals, um, how, how your body language can affect patient interaction, how your tone of voice, your, your pace of your, your words, um, the word choice itself. Um, I've dug pretty deep into a lot of literature and, books, podcasts, whatever, you name it, um, about things even like word matching. So, for example, somebody uses the word my child or my children. Um, when you talk back to them, use those same words, child, children, instead of kids or son or daughter, because they chose those words because they're comfortable. And if you can match everything about their communication style to a degree, uh, you can make them feel more comfortable. And it's all about building that buy-in. Um, so one thing that I pride myself on and that I really want to get better at is that self-awareness of communicating with a variety of people and meeting people where they are, understanding where they want to be, and then helping come up with a plan of action to get them there together. Um, I think that's probably the hardest part for me is meeting people where they are because I'm at somewhere completely different than a lot of these people, uh, especially the people who come in with quote unquote chronic back pain. Uh, or those injuries that I, I've never dealt with. Um, I'm an active guy who has pretty much no limitation. I could go do whatever I want. I could run, swim, bike, jump. And these people, um, you know, have pain with walking downstairs or even just walking in general. And it's really hard to relate. Uh, so that that empathy, that being able to take take a step back and realize that this person is somewhere completely different than me, and I need to match that and come down to that level or up to that level, wherever it is, you know, that those are the reps that I really care about right now, at least for me. Um, but it's hard. I mean, I don't know if, if you guys have had experience with that kind of having trouble relating to patients or, or coming to their level. Yeah. I see. You oh yeah. Yeah. God, it's so hard. Yeah. Uh, and that what, so that's such a great high level communicative, uh, communicative, communicative. You, you use your words real nice. When you, <laughs> When you, I appreciate that. You're good with your words. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's such a high level way of going about talking to people. And uh I still avoided the word. Uh going about talking to people in a way that you're considering the word choices they use. And that's such like when people reference pain science and, and how you use words that harm and heal. That's just the next level of, of matching tone. Um, like when you when you treat somebody that's post uh, motor vehicle accident and they're scared and they're guarded and they're speaking very slowly. I try not to come in there blasting Travis Scott and be like, what the fuck is up? You ready to do some fucking weights today, bro? <laughs> As I throw the slam ball at the ground. And uh, we had a joke about that before, but um, just matching that tone is, is that's so crucial, man. That's such a, like, I don't, I don't think I was, I was about to say, I don't think, that was discussed as heavily as it is now. I might be wrong, but I'd certainly hear folks like you talking about this way more now than I ever did in the past while I was in PT school. 
Yeah. No, I didn't. You know what? Uh, I was really lucky to be at Drexel. They did a really great job with a lot of things. Uh, and they did kind of expose us to all of those things, communication, empathy, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we just didn't go into depth with it. And one of the things that frustrated me was in our curriculum, I saw a lot of things that were being tailored to um, the NPTE, going back to the NPTE, you know, we had two and a half, three weeks on ultrasound, two and a half, three weeks on STEM, you know, all these things that, yeah, exactly. It goes, you know, like all these things that I'm probably never going to use, um, probably ever in my practice, <laughs> just, just because, just because I personally find a lot more value in other things, whether that's really listening and connecting with somebody, getting them moving, and even, you know, putting my hands on them from time to time. I do think that's appropriate. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I wanted to share was actually happened to me earlier this week. Uh, I had a patient come in. It was a reevaluation of progress note. And uh, he really, he wasn't making any progress. He'd been there. He'd been with us for about 10 sessions. And we have aquatic therapy at, at my place. So when he's in the pool, I don't see him for those eight or nine visits until he comes back for progress note. And when he came to me today, uh, at the end of the, the objective part of my exam, I kind of sat down and asked him, you know, is there anything else going on? And I just paused. And that's something that I never was able to do, even in just regular conversations outside of the clinic is ask a question, make a statement and just pause and just be okay with the silence. That's something that was always hard for me. Uh, but I gave it to him. It was probably 10, 15 seconds of silence. And I could just see in his face and his eyes, something just welling up. He was building up the confidence to say something. And this is, you know, he's in his sixties, this guy. And, uh, he basically told me that he, you know, he had eight siblings growing up and in the past six months, four of them have passed away. Um, he doesn't have either of his parents, his, one of his living, living brothers just got diagnosed with Parkinson's, his sister with dementia, and he's losing his eyesight. And we talked for about 20 minutes. And a lot of the reason he's in a lot of pain and just not making progress is because he has these massive, overwhelming things going on in his life. And PT is the least of his concerns. And, you know, justifiably so. Uh, and I wouldn't have known any of that if I didn't give him that time to just talk and, and really listen. And, you know, I didn't get as much done, you know, as I would have liked in terms of the objective evaluation or documentation for the progress note, like, you know, doing tests and whatever, measuring things. But to be honest, that doesn't really care. I mean, I don't really care because that communication and that moment that we had was really powerful. Um, and, and we don't get that in school. You know, you don't get that in school, but it's important stuff. So yeah. that's, that's way important than breaking out a goni. That's way more. <laughs> exactly. And I, I, to be honest, I, I haven't, uh, I don't think I've touched a goniometer more than once or twice since <laughs> I've been there. So, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's crazy. And I, I'm excited to be associated with the Level Up Initiative. Um, for anybody listening who doesn't know what that is, I would strongly encourage you to check it out. Just Google it, look it up on Instagram. It's the Level Up Initiative, and uh, they do a really great job, led and headed by the legendary Zach Gabor. Hey. Uh, just, just absolutely changing healthcare, um, and it's it's starting. It's a snowball, and it's growing and growing, and uh, it's really important stuff. Yeah, Zach and Steph are awesome. Oh man. Do you ever hear how I met Zach? No. First met Zach. So I didn't hear that story. It was like 
it was probably like three or four years ago, maybe three years ago, beginning of PT school. And I was at home scrolling through my phone on Instagram and I saw a post and he was comparing, I think it was the glute need to like the rotator cuff of the upper body or something. He made some kind of claim and I didn't, I had no, it's the first time I saw his account and I commented on it and I disputed it. I was like, well, that's more like the deltoid or whatever it was. Like I like disputed it. Like a second later, I got a, a DM and it was from him and he said, what's your phone number? I want to talk to you. Yes. Crap. This, this guy is, yes. this guy is upset. He's pissed. <laughs> Not like me. So I gave him, I gave him my phone number. He called me and he's like, first thing he said was like, dude, I love where your head's at. Yes. And like from there, it was just a snowball. He's like, we have to challenge stuff. We have to grow. And uh, it was that phone call that kind of started things. And um, it's crazy because I feel like I know both of them, but I've never met either, either of them in person. Yeah. So, but it's nuts. You just, what would you have done if he was like, fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God, I probably would have blocked his number and hung up. No, I don't even know. Don't you even ever know. comment on my post, bro? Where you at? <laughs> fuck you. I'm outside, motherfucker. <laughs> See your area code. It's <laughs> a trap. That's awesome. That's tapping your line. Right that's now. crazy, though. Yeah. Just straight, and you just gave the number out. Yeah, I figured, you know what, I'm a strong believer and everything happens for a reason. So even if it was a bad interaction, I felt like there was a reason for it. I just felt compelled to give him my number, you know? How many times have you given your number out on Instagram? Actually, so <laughs> I wrote, so I have a blog for anybody who doesn't know. World and I'm gonna pl I'll plug it now just so we get it out of the way. JoeRinaldi.blog. Uh, real simple. You can find it on my Instagram page. But... Uh, I did write a blog and um, it's called here's my cell and the blog is basically yeah, so the blog is basically about um, everybody's struggling with something that you can't see and um, one of the things I talk about uh, a lot actually in social media and my blog my writing is um, I really as as crazy as it sounds I don't care too much about being a PT um, I love the profession I think it's an excellent profession and I'm fully invested but at the end of the day, everything I do, not just in the clinic, but whether it's walking in the grocery store, at the gym, whatever it is, my goal is to leave people better off just having talked to me, interacted with me in any way. Um, so it goes beyond my profession. Uh, but with that being said, uh, there's this story that I talk about in this blog and in my graduation speech about how there's this guy in San Francisco, jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, committed suicide. And this is a true story. Uh, when the police carried out their investigation, they found a note on his nightstand table and it said, um, you know, tomorrow I'm going to take my life. I'm going to walk one mile to the Golden Gate Bridge. And if one person smiles at me, I won't do it. So he walked to the bridge at rush hour, probably past thousands of people. Not one person even looked his way and just flashed him a friendly smile. And he took his life because of that. And so one of my big things is I want to be there for whoever needs me whenever they need me. Um, and if somebody could somehow come across that blog, find my phone number and shoot me a message and I could encourage them or whatever it is, be there for them. Um, I, I would love nothing more than that. So I've gotten a few prank calls from family and friends, um, a couple serious inquiries, but nothing too, too serious. Um, but in the end of the day, at the end of the day, I want to be accessible to people because that's what I care about. Um, and I should say that that's a Google phone number. 
So it's not actually my direct phone number, but it links to my phone. Yeah. Uh, I was advised that by a friend who told me it would be unwise to throw <laughs> it out there. So, <laughs> but yeah. That's huge, man. And then the impact you're making with the blog itself is already giving people that, that happiness and those smiles, right? I appreciate that. Yeah, I've, I've gotten just an incredible response. Um, it all started with me kind of really putting myself out there and talking about something uh, that makes me feel really vulnerable. And uh, ever since I put that first one out there about two and a half years ago, almost three now, uh, just the support that I've received has been unreal. Um, and it was kind of, it's been one of the many times in my life where I realized if I put myself out there and I just be completely myself with good intentions, that good things happen. Um, I've never done that and had a bad thing happen. Well, yeah. What would you say it is that keeps you going with that same thing? Because it's so often to have, so easy to have that bit of inspiration for a week right? Yeah. You make the post, you think you're doing it, you, and you have that drive two weeks and then the fire goes out. You know, three yeah. years is a long time to keep yeah. that up. I appreciate that question. I, uh, cause, because it, it kind of leads me into the whole reason I started the blog, which is um, for those of you who don't know, and I don't even know if you guys have followed, like it's, this is kind of far back, but I talk about it now and then, but uh, I was born with a genetic eye condition. Uh, it's called best disease, which is ironic because it's not the best. It kind of sucks. But uh, basically, I've been losing my central vision since I was about 10 years old was the first time it started to affect me. Um, and so at various points in my life, I've been legally blind in each eye. Luckily, never at the same time. And, and luckily, they've kind of um, they've calmed down and come back to kind of a stable level. Um, my eyesight's not great and it's not going to ever get any better. Um, the cells at the back of my eye, the, the retinal cells that have died won't ever come back um, unless there's some kind of stem cell treatment or whatever down the road. But um, I'm not really banking on that right now. Um, either way, that has been something that I've struggled with my entire childhood, 10 years to 25 right now. I've, I've struggled with that. Um, but uh, actually through Inky Johnson, who's, uh, he's a motivational speaker. Um, he used to be a football player at the university of Tennessee. And he just, I watched a video of his one time, got the chills to my core, uh, probably four years ago and just never turned back. And, um, basically this guy was playing football, going to go to the NFL. You know, he was right there about to go to the NFL, make so much money that he could take care of his family who was, you know, lived in poverty and in a really bad spot. And he took this hit where he actually tackled the guy, he took this hit and he tore his brachial plexus. And um, I believe it's his right arm. It's either, it's one of his arms, but I think it's his right, completely paralyzed. So he can't play football anymore. And he talks about how it's a blessing um, and that that happened for a reason and that his reason is bigger than him. And that he knows that God had created these circumstances for him to impact other people in a positive way. And when I heard that, I thought, man, that's me. That's my eyes. That's, that's exactly what I want. Um, and so while I could complain about it and kind of play the woe is me card and let it really hold me back, I decided why not just let this just be a, a light for everybody else. Um, so basically I want everybody to know that through my struggle, I found that strength and I know it to be true. 
that whatever anybody's going through, it's happening for a reason. It's bigger than them. And if they can just dig down deep, and I know it sounds cheesy, I get made fun of by my family and friends all the other time, uh, all the time, but dig down deep and find that other person because there's another person inside of you who could truly handle anything. You can find that through your struggle. You can handle anything in life and come out better on the other side. Um, and that, that's, that's what keeps me going every single day. Yeah. I know it was a long-winded answer, but that's what it is. That's beautiful, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's interesting because when I first went to start Drexel, like three years ago, I, uh, I was in Aruba on a family vacation about two weeks before school started. And uh, my eyes had been pretty stable for a while. So they were kind of, I wasn't even thinking about them. And uh, the first day of vacation, after a whole day on the beach, I started noticing a change in my vision. And uh, by the second day, I realized that I had uh, a bleed inside my eye behind my retina. That's kind of, that's how it presents for me. And so I was actively losing my vision going through this while I was in Aruba, just a beautiful beach, and I couldn't enjoy any of it because I was just stuck in the room completely just crushed by anxiety and fear and just these terrible feelings. And I got back to the United States, uh, got a treatment. My vision kind of stabilized, but I was stuck with a week left to go to school. And I thought, well, like, what if my vision doesn't hold up? What if this, what if that, what if I shouldn't do this? Because like, you know, that's scary. What if I go into all this student debt and can't finish school, then what? Um, and I was, I'm so lucky to have my parents, um, because they kind of sat me down and they told me, listen, you can't let what ifs stop you from doing what you want to do in life because what you're worrying about tonight today might not ever happen and you can't let that hold you back. So I went to school under that advice. Um, three years later, I have to say that was the absolute best decision I've ever made. Um, I met my now fiance, shout out to Michaela. I hope yeah. Yeah, she's a PT as well. Um, and I grew more than I ever thought I could. I met some incredible people and I ended up just in a really great spot with a, a platform that hopefully will inspire people down the road or now or down the road. Yeah. I'm hype. I'm inspired. Right now. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm all, I'm all juiced Man. up. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah, it's deep stuff, deep stuff, but. Uh, the next thing for me, and this isn't PT related, I hope that's okay. Um, yeah, I want to, uh, you guys know what an Iron Man is? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty nuts. Um, but nuts. I, I, I want to do an Iron Man someday. And by someday, I mean, hopefully within the next, like, you know, three to five years, start with a half Iron Man, build my way up. Yeah, man. But, uh, I just want something that's going to push me because I haven't found the limits yet. And I want to, I want to at least get close. Um, what is your, uh, what's your weakest hiking, running, swimming? What's your swim by far? Swim, swim? by far, yeah. Yeah. You got, you got any tips? I'm all ears. Dude, no, I can't <laughs> swim. I can't swim. <laughs> I got. Um, let's see. I, I can swim for about five, five minutes in a row right now. But uh, for a full Ironman, I'd probably need to swim for like two, two hours. So. It's like two. <laughs> yeah. But it's that. You got three long. years. Yeah, it's yeah. that climb. I like the climb, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of my next big thing outside of PT. Trace, you a good swimmer? No, that is by far my weakest event. In, in you run, you run though, right, Trace? 
Uh, I have started running. I, I was not a runner by trade. I Did you send me that message the other day, though? Do you run 11 miles? Dude, Trace yeah. runs. Don't let yeah. him run. He's like, I kind of run. And then he's like, hey, and there's 15 miles. Like, what the <laughs> fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. No, so we did like this March challenge kind of thing that I wrote a blog on. And ever since then, it was like, what are the limits of cardio that I can handle? Because I've always hated any kind of cardio. And so now it's just kind of like, I'll go try it, see what happens. And after doing a half just on a whim and then getting close to like 20 miles, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll just keep doing this and see what happens. So, so what's the, furthest, what's the furthest you've ran? I ran for three hours, but I didn't track the distance. So I don't know, but now I've been able to do in two hours, I can like pretty consistently get like 13 to 14. So pretty solid. I don't know. I would like to say it was probably close to a marathon, but I didn't have my step counter thing on. I didn't know my phone could do it, like track it. Cause I just got a new Android when I was doing it. So it's like, this thing's not an iPhone. This is stupid. So. And that was on a treadmill? No, that was outside. That was outside. Yeah. No, I didn't do it on a treadmill the first day. And I think I got to like 21 miles on the treadmill. So that's a long time to be on a treadmill. Dude. Yeah. You, that's a whole nother story of trace. Trace would start on the, like (laughs) on the ellipticals and make it to where that thing would shut off on him (laughs) and then go to the treadmill and make that thing shut off. (laughs) He was, and that was all like two 30. Yeah. Whoa. Good that was God. yeah. That was the first day of March. I went in there because we were doing this challenge, and it's like we're starting in March. So at twelve oh one, I was on the treadmill and did five hours worth of cardio just to kind of start out of the gate, <laughs> yeah. taking some souls. Jeez, have you <laughs> read one of Joe's blog posts? And you're like, yeah, I'm in there. There it is. I'm in there now. <laughs> we're gonna have to break that down one day and let Trace. We haven't done that on the air, right? I don't think have we've we talked more, much about. That, I don't yeah. think we've talked about it on air of what trace did in how March. insane trace is yeah how yeah. just <laughs> crazy he is oh we gotta talk about this yeah i think it'd be something you'd you'd like to do just kind of reading your blog post and seeing what you do just like be uncomfortable but yeah it was yeah it was every day at least four and a half to five hours worth of cardio i'd split it up between two sessions but i was setting an alarm at like 2 a.m because i couldn't do it all in one session so i'd go 2 a.m to like 4 30 take an hour nap before work, go to work, get off work and do two hours, two and a half hours. And that was just on repeat for the entire month. I didn't have any off days and Saturdays and Sundays. I try to get like between five to seven hours. Like you got to the point of like just an hour's worth of hard cardio, like circuits, weight circuit, you know, burpees like you that didn't, that wasn't enough for you. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We were doing camp gladiator, which I don't know if you guys have that, up there because it wouldn't make much sense where it gets cold at but it was like the camp gladiator workouts i was going to which are hard now that i'm not doing that it's like i need more this is nothing i'm gonna go work out now because <laughs> 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 but yeah geez. it was it was a lot and i like when this is when we first not i guess not first but i'd only been practicing for a little bit at that time so like as march ended and i got into like april may and i was seeing my notes from march like the end of march i was like Oh God, I should not have been treating patients. Like my notes have spelling errors. I got the gender wrong on some of them. So functioning, but barely. Is that you, Joe? Are you going to, you going to jump on that next March? That's tempting. That's tempting. So, you know, my, my thing is the cold showers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've uh, seen that. Yeah. So every day I take the cold shower, the 
five to seven hours of cardio. That's, that's a lot of, that's a lot of time. I honestly don't even know if I would have enough time to sleep at all, but I'm yeah. still, I'm still tempted. It was about four and a half hours of sleep a night. It's nuts. For a month. It must've been like a zombie at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So that was the best part about the weekends is like, I could actually get some rest and still work out that much. But through the week, it was hell. The only reason I got through it was because my now fiance was not here for the, basically the entire month minus one week. So it made it easier of just like, she didn't have to deal with it. So that means I didn't have to deal with her dealing with it. And it made it way easier. You still did it the week that she was there. Yeah, it was, I just got up earlier and tried not to work out as long after work. You had a question? What was it? Yeah, uh, I, see, I see your whiteboard behind you, but I can't oh. read the whole joke. Oh, let's see. This we're we're live. We're live in the clinic here in Austin, Texas. The joke of the day by our lovely technicians. We have a uh, what do you call a guy with a rubber toe? I don't know. What do you call him? I don't know either. She can't <laughs> remember. She tell us. I heard it one time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, I was really hoping you'd have an oh, answer. Sorry. Hey, if, if any of the listeners out there can get it right. We will ship you a free Joe Rinaldi T-shirt that retail values like fifty bucks. What does it say on the T-shirt, Joe? What was that? What does it say on your T-shirt? Uh, you know That's a great question. I haven't yeah. created it yet, but I will make a special one for this this listener. Yeah, any any listener that gets the answer right to the joke that we don't know yet, you'll get a free Joe Rinaldi T-shirt. It actually has on on the back of the shirt. It says the legs feed the wolf. Yes. <laughs> I was just looking at that legs feed the wolf. I'm sorry. I was looking up uh, the the answer to the joke, and it gave me the ditch despite my phone being on silent. No, that's good. That's R- good. Roberta. Oh shit. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you we'll we'll go in the uh, we'll go in the trust. Uh, Tyler really wanted that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You got it, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the legs feed the wolf, motherfucker. God, I'm going to become oh, somebody. You some bitch. You played the system. That's a good joke. Big shout out to Jared, though. That whiteboard was not here or anything like that. And Jared came in without the boss's permission. Right, I don't give a fuck. And was like, I am going to put a whiteboard up and like put quotes up there and, and yeah. put things up there you've put in. Putting <laughs> words, man. We from, we from the south. Shit. Shit. You put a lot of things up there. Though. I done, I done came in here. I done put a lot of things up. <laughs> I done put whiteboards. I done brought a whole goddamn sled in this motherfucker. You did. You did. I stay on the lookout for when CrossFit gyms close, and I say, ooh, that's a discounted <laughs> weightlifting object. I'm going to bring that in this clinic. Yeah. I'm going to have all my geriatric patients pushing the sled. It's, that actually happened. Shout out to Fringe Sport. There was a time, there was a there was a specific Wednesday in here. We had people <laughs> going so hard. We had people pushing a sled. People on the uh, people doing heavy barbell lifts. I think people were using the barbell and the axle bar. And we had some disturbed banging. <laughs> it was a it was I a weird it. it was a weird fun vibe. I could I not it. believe it was happening. I was like, I didn't think I'd see the <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> People were hype. It was beautiful. Now, what else you put on that whiteboard? You put quotes up there? 
Yeah, it started off as as cool. It started off as like I just I'm a I'm part CrossFitter by nature, so I I'm drawing the whiteboards like a fly <laughs> to light. And, and it's and it's fun. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a cool educational tool. I'll draw stuff, and uh, you can just write wads on there for people. And then it you know it's also it can use as a quote board. And then the text turned it into a joke board too, which I fully support. And the clinic didn't have a whiteboard before, which is dumb because at least, at least every clinic should have a big whiteboard Agreed. for the very least jokes of the day. Agreed. And it's crazy. Like you're talking about communication. It's crazy how valuable that is and how much like people buy into that and want to know the question. And that's just a, it's a great, it's an easy talking point that people can be like, Hey, what's the joke of the day? And then it's a, it's a great jumping off point that I didn't think would be as popular as. It, as yeah. it. Now, do you guys have a favorite quote? That's a tough question. I'm a quote guy. So I've got like 20 of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just ready. So I top 20 quotes. Top go. 20 quotes. All right, ready? Go, go, go. Um, I think you like that Gucci man quote. Yeah, that Gucci man, like uh, Gucci man, Gucci man. No, it's not Gucci man. <laughs> that's that's that's, uh, that's a little pump. That's a little pump. But you know the sauce quote from Gucci. Oh, man. <laughs> don't get lost in the sauce. Yeah, do you know that one, Joe? No. Something about <laughs> not. Uh, he says, "What does he say? <laughs> if a man has no sauce, yeah, then he is lost. But that same man can get lost in the sauce." That's. I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a, a like a cup of full of lean at the same time when he was yeah saying who, that. Which who's the author? Who's the author of that quote? That's the the Zone Six Atlanta rapper Gucci Man. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know you ask that like you haven't heard of Gucci Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Other person. <laughs> World renowned philosopher Gucci Man. <laughs> I don't know. That's originally Aesop. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's but like you know, we know what he's talking about. It's like it's confidence, right? That's all it is. Yeah. Find that balance of being confident, not cocky. Um, yeah. Anybody else got a question? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, one of the ones that came to my mind that I had used to have in front of my computer a lot is um, from the last lecture. I think it's like what it's called. Yeah, yeah. The crazy, uh, brick walls are there to show dedication. That was for me to try to get into PT school and get through PT school. I, I spent three years trying to get in PT school, and it was like how many rejections? Uh, I think sixteen. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, for sixteen. So I I remember looking at uh, brick walls are there to show dedication. Right. That, same like I love that. So do you have the rejection letters framed up on your wall? I, I should. I need to go in and go get my undergrad password to my to my email account back <laughs> yeah. and go pull those up. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd that be would dope. be cool. And be like, some people would be like, what are all those? Be like, oh that one's my license. But the <laughs> other ones like it like is just randomly the placed in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You see the one in the middle top right? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's my license. All of these, well. They're saying I shouldn't be here. <laughs> you regret to inform you. I, I, I for real though want to hear Trace's and Joe's quotes. I need to, and I, I like that kind of stuff. Bring, hit me with it. 
So Trace, you go? yeah. So mine is unfortunately it's on my blog. Um, it was said by who, well, someone who I once respected, but now has okay. since close about as insane. Um, he has recently just burnt his feet in cryotherapy and is saying that he is oh. going to no longer play in the NFL unless he gets to wear his 10 year old helmet. AB saying, uh, don't let other people's expectations determine your reality. Mm. So I like that one. He's an idiot, but you know, he says, says the things that are good sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. If it's in Pittsburgh. Oh, he's not in Pittsburgh. He's in, he's in Oakland now. That's he's right. Out there stirring up a shit storm there. Real quick. Are you guys Cowboys fans? Negative. No. Oh, phew. Trace is a Steelers fan. What? Right. Yeah. Where are you guys? I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, so I like Tennessee Titans. Yeah. All right. I'm from New Orleans, so it's who that? Who that? All right. Nation. All right. How so about you, Dad, football? Joe? Yeah, I'm a Giants fan. The Giants. It's be a tough year. Yeah. Yeah. Tough year. How'd you feel I'm, about them benching Eli for one game and breaking his streak? How was uh, that? You know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. But I will say, I will say, I am so happy they got rid of Odell. I know people might disagree, but I, they needed to get rid of him. That's how I feel with AB. It's like, yeah. just to get him out of the locker room. Exactly. Exactly. You don't need that. that. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. They uh, needed a joke board for sure. <laughs> Hit me with the quotes, Joe. All right. All right. So from the movie Miracle, you guys have seen Miracle? No. I thought it was pronounced Miracle? Yeah, that's how I say it. <laughs> Miracle. Um, that's the that's hockey one, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got to get on that, Jared. Yeah, I will. Awesome. All right, all right. Um, so the legs. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch that movie if you listen to some Gucci Man albums. All right, deal. We got a deal. <laughs> um, the legs feed the wolf. I never knew what it meant. Never knew what it meant until I heard it again. Um, my college football coach would say it at meetings, but he'd never explain it. Um, so I went years without knowing what it meant. So I kind of looked further into it, shout out to Google. Um, and it's really, it really resonated with me because just a wolf, just because they're a predator doesn't mean they get to eat. Um, wolves are one of the only predators that track their prey for as long as they do, sometimes over 10 miles. And so the saying goes, the legs feed the wolf. Or in human terms, just because you're talented, just because you think you should have something, whatever it is, doesn't mean you're going to get it. You have to use your legs. You have to put in the work. You have to endure some pain. Um, and it's just it's short, sweet, and you get the image of a wolf in your in your head, and all of a sudden you're you're a wolf. You know, the legs feed the wolf. So I love that. Um, and I'm a big leg day guy. I know people don't like leg day. I love leg day. What day you do it on? Monday and Wednesday. Every Monday and Wednesday. What a, join, what a champion. Come up, come up to Philly. I got it tomorrow morning. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Next flight. You know somebody's a winner when they do leg day on Monday. Hell yeah, man. That's that. Hell <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? You guys big leg day guys? I've been using my runs as my leg day. Right. My my weekend has been just running and then last weekend i ran and did heavy squats and then monday i couldn't really walk into work it was great <laughs> i like it 
Yeah, legs on Mondays. How you gotta do it? You gotta do it on Mondays. That's that's. It's either that or like Fridays. Like I'm not going out on Friday. I'm I'm at the gym Friday afternoon evening doing legs. You know you're hardcore when that's the case. Yeah, it's one of those two. But you over there doing legs two times a week. Oh my god! What? How do? Hang on. How do you? What? How do you split it up? Like what's the what's what's Monday what's Wednesday? Yeah, Monday is a little bit of a heavier day. I'll go heavier on some squats, maybe some deadlifts if I'm feeling risky. Just kidding. Um, I'll, I'll 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 go heavier, so I'll go lower volume, um, higher weight. Uh, Wednesday is more of like a plyometric based day. I'll do a lot of jumping stuff, um, split stance stuff, lunges. You know. Heck yeah. Um, I just love it. I can't get enough. If I could do it three days a week, and I, and I have, um, I would. You know, can't get enough. You, you guys ever tried that Smolov, whatever? You ever heard about that? Is that a vodka? Yeah. It's <laughs> no, it's like, um, it's, um, God, I'm going to screw it up now, but it's it's like guaranteed to put 50 yeah. pounds on your squat and 10 weight. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, and you, you squat like, Oh, arm. Arm. yeah you squat every day yeah you like squat every yeah. day yeah and you just get i did it for like a week and a half yes <laughs> i just got torched i just got <laughs> <laughs> but y'all as he dies y'all also sound crazy enough to do it so i figured yeah. no i have heard of that i haven't tried it but i've heard of it um i actually had a buddy who, who tried it out for a month um and he actually got really strong I think the the key is you can't you can't go too hard. Like you really have to, you know, um, reel it in because it's it's just practicing the pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you can't go all out every day, but it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. But I got I got one more quote. I got one more quote. Yeah. Um, I want to leave this one out. It's Maya Maya Angelou, one of my favorites. Um, she said, "People may not remember exactly what you said or what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel." And uh, I think that really applies, it, it applies to everything, but PT um, specifically, it's, it's so true. Um, my patients can't tell me their home exercises. They can't tell me what manual technique I did the day before, um, but they can remember how I made them feel. And um, it's such an easy thing to do um, when you really focus on it. You just, you be interested in people, you care about people. Um, you listen to them and you do what's best for them. You try to bring them value and serve them. If you do those things, I honestly think that's probably um, the it factor for a PT. Like you have to have that. Yeah. And then all the other things will come with time and experience and practice. But that's the it factor. And I think that's really hard to teach in school, you know? It's probably hard to teach in general, right? Do you, yeah. do you think that's probably a lot of self work you got to find in yourself, right? Yeah, it's a lot of self-awareness. Um, and I, I think self-awareness can be, maybe not taught isn't the right word, but fostered and developed. Yeah. Um, and that's, I know my fiance is going to roll her eyes, but um, I, I can't wait to be a dad someday um, because my kids are just going to be rock stars. Like I can't <laughs> take all this, you know, and just funnel it into my three-year-old child. Who's- you kids are doing legs on Monday like that. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I, know I know everybody's doing chess. <laughs> you're, not, you're not like those losers, are you? Right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
explain to mom. God, that's making us squat twice a week. <laughs> I hate him. He's not letting me do hammer strength. God. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. Yeah. That's the kind of dad you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. That's so awesome. Dude, you're such an inspirational dude, man. Appreciate sure. that. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all hyped up. Feeling I'm not good. Gonna lie. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm about to go read a fucking book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, I actually had a question for you guys. Um, why'd you Why'd you start the podcast? So we've. Like anything, right? Just because you start it for one reason doesn't mean that's the same reason that you do it till today. Um, we started it because we went to big conferences and some really smart people, you know, were saying stuff and, and we wanted to talk to them. And it was a good backdoor way of being like, hey, let's have a conversation. Like, I want to talk to you and everything like that. And we also, um, I'm a decent podcast person. Jared and, and Trace are a little bit more than me, no doubt. But I think there's, especially at the time when we started it, everything in the medical podcast PT world was pretty stale. And we wanted to kind of give something where we thought it'd be really funny to have people come on and talk about like leg day with them, right? And be like, hey, I, you know, uh, I don't want to talk about your ACL protocol. Let's talk about like, do you lift in the morning or the evenings? Um <clears throat> And we just thought that was fun. And, and, and since then, it's kind of evolved into something different, right? You start to have those expectations from the listeners. Um, you start to get more interested. Jared, Jared's done an unbelievable job of shifting the podcast into getting people to getting to hear people's stories. Mm. Right. And that's, that's really what people love to hear is that the, the, you know, no one wants to hear, everyone wants to hear the, the process, right? That's, that's what people love to hear that, you know, the outcome's great. The beginning's great, but they love that the process. And I think you could speak more on that, Jared. You've some of our biggest um, <coughs> audio bits haven't had anything to do with PT. It's, it's been people talking about um, overcome just, just story, the, right? the stories. Right. And that that's, it's amazing to hear but I'll let you go more on that. Yeah. And I I was looking for a comedy outlet too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Comedy outlet. Yeah. I just wanted to laugh. Um, But yeah. And just, and talk, talk to people, talk to cool and interesting people, give them some value so they can have a platform to share their stories. Um, And, uh, and, and then have fun with people kind of like, like you were saying, Joe, make people feel happy, feel appreciated, show some love. And um, just get them laughing, and and try to bring more awareness to what what is possible in healthcare and career wise, and and then just um, you know make people feel make people sound a little bit more human. Yeah. With uh, with everything, with with their goals and whatnot. Um, but yeah, now we're just having fun. It, it reminds fun. me, we we hadn't recorded for a while. And then remember when we all got with the prehab guys mm-hmm. and it was just so much fun. It was just such a, it's, it can sometimes bring such a life. Yeah. 
Because I think there's a lot of conversations in healthcare that that typically don't get heard, right? Yeah. And and as far as as working as a healthcare provider or just being a student or um, kind of being being somebody in the service industry, that there's a certain there's a certain um, that like that insider baseball talk that really doesn't get shared too much. But when you sit down in a room and you kind of just put the the stuff out there, then it's people can relate to it a little bit better, I think. And we've all, we've, it's, it's really cool that we're in this time period where everybody's trying to have a side hustle yeah, and trying to have that, like you were saying, what's that next goal. And whenever you get people like this in a room now, we're not physically in a room, but just like you said with Steph and, and Zach, you feel like, you know, people yeah. once you, once you follow them on social media and you engage with them and we're creating this big room of everybody that's in it, whether online or, or your, your classmates and just putting those goals out there they can't, it can't do anything but move us forward, right? Just like yeah. when a fiery person to ask you to call them in your DMs, <laughs> like, oh shit, this is real. It's, it's, it's hopefully we're just playing a small part in elevating um, what we do and creating a, a culture of positivity and lightheartedness. I absolutely love that. And you guys are doing that a hundred percent for sure. Thanks and man. Yeah, of course. So gotta keep keep going, keep moving up. Yeah. So what's next for you guys? You got any big plans on the horizon? Well, we're planning on putting uh, the what's the, oh god, why am I drawing a blank on it? <laughs> so that's a album. total wrap out. No, we're yeah. we're gonna go to um, Patreon. Patreon. That's a, that's a big shift. So we're a lot of our we're gonna start trying to put more content on Patreon and start doing more things uh, in that um, world. Uh, we have a couple different ideas of what we're going to do there, but really trying to open that up a little bit more there. Trace, you want to speak more on that? Yeah. So we're trying to like use Patreon. Are you familiar with Patreon as a platform? Um, not. Oh. Hello. I think, did he freeze or am I frozen? No, you're no, still you're... there. Oh. Oh, oh, Joe. Hey. A little something. Can you get my back? Yeah. My back? Welcome we back. Am I back? You back. I don't know what happened there. All right, I'm back. <laughs> All right. So are you familiar with Patreon? Uh, not really. Okay. So it's a platform that is based on like the creative side of things. So it's used more for like um, podcasts or artists and trying to like build a community around your body of work. Okay. So through like sponsorship sponsorships, essentially, you create different tiers of people to like, you know, some of the things we're looking at doing are like extra episodes and getting some sort of like crowdsource funding behind it. Um, make it worthwhile. Cause like as an entertainment company in PT, it's hard to really monetize it right now. Um, but looking into like getting a group of like-minded people to support us so we can support them. So like get, um, you know, some of the big names in PT or whoever they want to sit in on an interview with. So like just, throwing it out there. Like if we had five or six people that want to get on an interview with Ben Fung or Greg Todd or someone that is willing to like work with us and, you know, have people listen in on the conversation and have an input in on the conversation, kind of allowing access that way. And then also doing some more like behind the scenes stuff. Um, so we've got a couple ideas in the works, but it's basically like you create these tiers that people have like a subscription to, and then they get access. So we've got like free shirts in one level. We've got, it's active now and we're kind of 
working on the platform still, getting used to it, but that's kind of our hope to get duck legs out there a little bit more so we can monetize it and, you know, also support our listeners a little bit more too, because you can do more behind the scenes. You can get them more interactive um, with like the process of creating the podcast. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. The comedy videos. I want to drop some more comedy videos too. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. And, and ducks in the wild. That's kind of what we're thinking. Duck legs in the wild. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do ducks in the wild, but that's, that'd be so cool, right? We, we want to go to a bunch of like fitness style classes or, or even so, any sort of activity and learn kind of the techniques behind things. Yeah. And I want to see Jared go LARPing. I want to see how he's, we can maybe meet up with Fortify, see what they do there. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically Hell yeah. like have a, have a, a physio late show. Yeah. Yeah. We're just hilarious. We're going to make Trace the Conan O'Brien a physical therapist. (laughs) That's my goal. That's my goal. That's That's what's on the horizon for me. (laughs) (laughs) You do his little string dance on the hips? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, have you ever seen uh, John Hader's whatever impersonations? Bill Hader? Is it Bill Hader? The dude from SNL? Yeah. Yeah, he is so good. He's very good. Okay, I had to get off that. How yeah. about you, Joe? You, have you seen it? Have yeah, you seen yeah. Bill Hader's? Bill, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bill. yeah, yeah. What yeah. what impersonations you got? Yeah, Joe. You did a very you did a very good Zach. You picked the wrong guy. Would you? Oh, Steph and Zach. You did a very good Zach earlier. All right, All right give me one sec. All right. <clears throat> Come on, it's growth mindset. We have to be in a growth mindset so that we can move healthcare forward. You have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable with being uncertain because that is healthcare. Okay, guys? Yes. That was very good. Very good. Thank you. What about you? Zach, I know we were talking to Will Mills a while back. And Zach also does, whenever he's talking about somebody he likes, he'll be like, Joe, I fuck with Joe so hard. I fuck with that dude. Yeah, little, I don't even know what that. That was Boston accent in there. That was good. Right? Yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah. I, I held true to his Boston. That was good. Accent there. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. You're a funny dude, Jared. I that's the biggest compliment I've got in a while. Honestly, I wish I almost I kind of I never if I ever need PT, I'm coming down to Texas. Fuck yeah, dude. I want like, some laughs. Like I'm a shitty PT. <laughs> but all my patients have a good they time. They are having a good time. Hey, I don't care if people get better. But, um, yeah, I treat people for the wrong things. I just try to make them laugh. Yeah. Like, I just forget why people are here. <laughs> like, ah. yeah, yeah. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I can't say I've never done that before. Like, you see a name on your schedule, and you're like, who is that person? Oh, all the time. You emailed him, like, two days ago? Yeah. That happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All the time. All right. There's so many names. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah, I emailed somebody, like, two days ago, and I see him, too. I'm like, so, um, point point to where it hurts. Yeah. (laughs) I know what body part they're talking about. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Yeah. Point point to that worst spot again? (laughs) It's there. Right. Okay. <laughs> got it uh it's actually it's actually my other leg oh no yeah i know i'm just i'm just comparing i'm just comparing. Yeah, right. yeah 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 that whole body's connected so you know it's the whole <laughs> is connected 
<laughs> that's why I was. I know I evaled you for your shoulder, and you're like you you saying the ankle hurts now, but I just wanted to check in. On <laughs> I noticed something earlier. Yeah. How you saw that Instagram post where you're like, if your shoulder is hurt, it's probably coming for your foot. That's what I was talking about. Because we read the same content. <laughs> Let me mix up that fashion for you right quick. Cool. <laughs> and that's how I get my buy-in. All right, somewhere Zach is crying. Um, anything anything else? I don't wanna I don't wanna keep Joe from yeah from hanging out with his fiance. No, nah, no, nah. she's she's in Lancaster. I'm in Philly, so. Oh. Yeah, so. Philly, Philly. You guys ever up in this area, or? Oh, I've never been to Philly. No. Oh, you gotta come visit. I guess. Yeah. So I just moved into my apartment. I have one bed, one desk, and a coffee yeah. table. You're more than welcome to come. Heck yeah. Coffee's in the bed, or we can, you know, sleep on the floor. A coffee <laughs> table's up for grabs. So whatever you need. I think we should all sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> It's a queen, so yeah, we got we're we're medium, medium-sized people. <laughs> It'll work, and then we just we all record a podcast live from the bed. <laughs> Fantastic, Please. innovative. Yeah. Do you know uh, Nick Bracante? Peregrini? Huh? No, I know that. I've heard of that dude. This is the dude from the Two Nobodies podcast. He's up in Philly, I think. Oh no, I don't. I haven't connected with him. I I'll, I'll show you a link. I think Nick is up there in Philly. He's yeah, yeah. he's a really yeah. cool dude you need to link up with. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Jerry Durham's out in Philly now, isn't he? What is he? I think Jerry Durham's out in Philly now. What? There are a bunch of people in the Philly area. So yeah, and he's in Philly. He moved out there. Is it Rich Rich Severin too? Pizza reviewer? I don't know about that. See out there. Yeah, there's, there's some really cool folks. Yeah. Hey Trace, you got a duck leg shirt on? Hey, free giveaway. Free giveaway. Joe needs the shirts. Yeah, where, where do I buy myself one of these shirts? Oh, shit. That is a very good question, Joe. <laughs> yeah, we do not really have the answer yet. No, <laughs> you, can, they, you can go on the – Might uh, need to shoot you a link. Yeah, we, you might need to we'll shoot give, you. We'll give you a free shirt. You'll give us a free shirt. Yes. Legs feed the wolf. I Legs got you. The wolf. Tyler's going to get his free shirt because we got the joke right. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. What else? What else needs to be discussed and hashed out? Hmm. We're all we're, we're gonna make a trip up to Philly. Joe's gonna make a trip down to Austin. We're, we're all gonna, gonna work sleep. out with Joe. Oh fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Leg day we're gonna Joe. go hard on leg day. Leg day. Leg day. Fuck yeah. So that's in the works. Right? But uh, so you guys are down to just lift till we quit? See which one oh, falls out last. Yeah. Leg day. Yeah. <laughs> who can't? Who can't do a body weight squat? Yeah. You go to you can't body weight squat. You just keep going the bar. <laughs> Whatever happens. Nah, I feel like from the from the cardio stuff. I feel like Trace kind of can. Dude, hang. I do not want to go into the gym with Trace right now. No. Do not want that. No. Neither do I. I avoid it at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. We just need to get – we need to make sure Joe's got his plugs in. The plug. The man. plug. The plug. The plug. Hey, um, I just want to – we're kind of running out, but, like, I think the shit you put on Instagram, like the quotes and everything, are, are fucking nothing short of amazing. And yeah. it, it, it really is moving. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it means a lot. I, uh, 
I made it a, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I figured January 1st was a good time to start. Um, I made it a goal to collect 365 quotes and I put one out every morning um, for whoever might need it that day. So I love those quotes, man. We're going strong. Appreciate that. Yeah. Your patients like have no idea what they're getting into on your eval. They're just like, I'm about to get so inspired. We have some fun. It yeah. doesn't always work. It doesn't always work like that. Like I said, yeah, I meet people where they are. Um, but we do have a lot of fun. And uh, I, I honestly, one of the best parts about being a PT is, is your patience. Um, I met some incredible people. And uh, I'm just, I'm excited every day to, to see what people are up to and what new people I get to, to help. So, yeah. yeah dude, I'm going to come up there and get some treatment from you, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, we'll fly back and forth. Yeah. That's, that's me a- Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And uh, I'll come down Tuesday, Thursday, maybe Saturday. That's efficient. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I got Sky Miles. 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Three times rich a week. Sky Miles, man. I am Delta Rich. <laughs> yeah, bro. All right. Let's. Go. I was just looking at his quotes and getting yeah. all pumped up and shit. Yeah, hey, man. Let's go hit the legs right now. God, hey, we got the squat rack we right got, there. We got a fucking yeah. stud. I can do Legs work. and then you cold shower after. I don't know. Do you do the thing? God, I'm sorry. We're just you do no, the thing where you start off lukewarm and then you gradually just make it colder and colder. Are you just say full on cold? Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I did when I first started. I, I would go warm to cold, and now I just jump in cold. I'm yeah. kind of a psychopath. Yeah. Do, yeah. do, do are you not like? No, I hate it. Or you're you know like, what? no, it's good now. You know what? I kind of pump myself up, and like I'll just. I'll get in the zone and I just get an adrenaline rush and I go for it. Yeah. I basically talk to the water. I'm like, you can't hurt me. Yes. <laughs> it's like, like yes. 5.50 a.m. Uh, yeah. 5.20 a.m. And Joe's sitting there yelling, you can't hurt me. His neighbors are like, what the hell is going on? My neighbors probably think I'm nuts. That's great, dude. So, so the first – for people who have never taken a cold shower, yeah. the first 20 seconds suck. Your, your opinion, the first minute, how long have you been doing cold showers? How long till you're like, till you can yeah. like, what, when do you it's stop much. cursing at the water? When do you, yeah. When do you stop being like, pretty consistent for about four years. Um, for the been doing cold showers four yeah. years. So once day. I started, I, I felt like I couldn't oh stop. God. Uh, but the first, I would say the first week, like if you do a minute a day for like a week, you get used to it pretty quick. By the end of that first week, it's, it's not too bad. Yeah. You know? Is this the, the Wim Hof method? What inspired you to? I, uh, no, Wim Hof is, is crazy. But uh, this is actually this guy, Jim Runyon. Uh, I've never heard of him before. I read his article, but it was about cold showers. At the end of the article, he talked, he was like, try it yourself. I bet you won't. And I went up to the shower that day, turned the faucet to cold and like stood there like frozen for like a solid two minutes. And I was so confident I was just going to step in. And then I froze. I turned it warm and I got in and I took a warm shower and then I got out and I just like something felt wrong and I felt guilty. And it haunted me for that the rest of that day. And then at night I was like, you know what? Like I, I have to do this. Like I can't, I took the easy way out and I can't do that because the whole reason behind the cold showers is how you do the little things. It's how you do everything. 
And so if you can't make yourself uncomfortable by taking a 30 second or a minute long cold shower and you take that easy way out over and over and over again, then what does that mean for the other things in your life, the other people in your life? And so it's more about building habits of forcing yourself to do things that are hard. Um, but th that's why I do it. And um, it's, it's, yeah, it's actually become something I look forward to. So it's not even that hard anymore. I don't know if it serves the purpose it originally did. So I'll I go back to hot showers. No, no, <laughs> that's tough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I might jump on the four or five hours of cardio Trace is talking about. I mean, that's all. That's it's People awful. People are insane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, give it a shot. I mean, uh, all I'm saying is you won't. You won't. Oh, ah, <laughs> look at that psychology. <laughs> oh, guess I got to do it now. Or I'll feel guilty. There you go. Damn. Damn yeah. you, Joe. <laughs> so smart and inspiring. Try, man. I try. Can't, can't avoid it. Can't avoid it. Ugh. I, it'll save so much money. Yes. I'll you take much money. shorter showers. For yeah. Sure. My gas bill is, is dirt cheap. That's, that's what yeah. I like to hear. <laughs> yeah. No, and sometimes I just skip showers altogether. <laughs> that's, like, that's water and gas. Like, that. like how disciplined I am. I save so much time by not bathing. That's how efficient I can be. I bet you won't. <laughs> How about that, Joe? I race. I see your cold shower, and I raise you no shower. <laughs> Dude, that would, I might do it. That would be tough for me. Yeah. I worked out before this. I'm all sweaty. And, uh, yes, you <laughs> I'm OCD about keeping my bed clean. So that, would, that would drive me up a wall. No, 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 you got to challenge yourself, Joe. Don't no, take no, I, no, I, might, I might not take a shower, but I also might sleep on the floor. So. No, take, a, take a shower. <laughs> Just <laughs> the ultimate. I'm going to sleep outside. <laughs> it's how you do the little things. <laughs> Yes. Like this is gonna take a dark turn. <laughs> Joe, come inside. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jared bet me I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I gotta prove him wrong. It's how my mind works. So be careful with what you say here. Yeah. No, man, get clean. You don't want yeah. that. You don't want that life, man. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Shit. No, I, I do need a shower today. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. It's just like, you got to make time for yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, to a, to a, whatever temperature it is. Just treat yourself shower. to a shower. We got less than a minute left on this link. Joe, let's plug your links real quick for the, for the fine folks. At home. All right. On, on Instagram, it's at joerinaldi.dpt. And the blog is joerinaldi.blog. J-O-E-R-I-N-A-L-D-I.blog. T-shirt is coming soon. Our mixtape is coming soon. Our, uh, you, Joe's going to come out with some shampoo for your cold showers. <laughs> That'll be dropping soon. Yeah. You're feeling... Out at Sips and Manips. Yeah. What's your shampoo going to be called, Joe? Uh, Freezy Frizz. Freezy Frizz. Freezy Frizz. Freezy Frizz. Get, look out. get you some Freezy Frizz to put to, for some body wash for cold showers. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs>
<laughs> I Joe, appreciate thank, you guys. Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good night and go heal, go make, go inspire the crap out of some people tomorrow, man. Thanks, man. You too. Make somebody laugh. Peace. I'll see you.